You are listening to Beltway Beef, official commentary from the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. My name is Ed Frank. I am NCBA's Senior Director of Policy Communications. And joining us this week is Colin Woodall. Colin is NCBA's Senior Vice President of Government Affairs. Colin, thanks for joining us again. Always good to be with you, Ed. All right, well, the August recess is officially over. Congress is back in school or back in class, I guess, this week officially, the first week of September. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about kind of the legislative endgame. Uh, uh, two months from basically right now, it's Election Day. Election Day is going to be November 6th. Um, so essentially what you've got is a mad dash uh, toward the finish line from a legislative perspective up on Capitol Hill. Um, so there's two, minute, uh, two minutes, two months, two months left until the election. But really, these guys want to get home and, and campaign a little bit. So everybody in the House is up for re-election. A third of the Senate is up for re-election. Um, so really, they want to get out of here by the September 30th or early October so they have some time on the campaign trail, which really leaves us just one month to get a lot done. Um, so let's talk a little bit about a couple of the priorities that are, that are still out there. Um, obviously, front and center is the farm bill. Um, which uh, loses authorization uh, on September or after September 30th. So we've only got a few weeks here. Um, this week in Washington, the House and Senate conferees uh, met uh, on the farm bill, trying to get to a final agreement bef- before that September 30th deadline. Um, can you recap a little bit about what happened this week and uh, what it's looking like for NCBA's top priorities on the farm bill as we move toward that September 30th deadline? All of us in agriculture, especially here at NCBA, remain optimistic that we can get a farm bill done by the deadline of September 30th. There's a lot of work that has to be done, and the first step was to have the first public meeting of the conference committee, which took place this week. Now, legally, that's the only step that the conference committee has to do publicly. Everything else can actually be done just with member-to-member phone calls and emails. And given the tight time frame we're on, that may be what we see. When it comes down to it, there's going to be a discussion about the SNAP work requirements and how we try to mesh the two versions of the conservation title, the Senate version and the House version. I do believe that those will be the biggest fights. But the calculation that both sides are going through right now is how do they get a bill that passes the House, passes the Senate, and gets the signature of the president. And that is the key to the calculation. Okay, of course, um, moving forward on September 30th as well is uh, is the end of the fiscal year, which means that in theory, all of the appropriations bills are supposed to be done. Um, There are, I think, 13 different appropriations bills that uh, allocate money uh, for different functions of government. Um, And of course, within those uh, are several priorities for NCBA. How does it look with with the end game on the appropriations process this year? Historically, it has been really hard for Congress to actually get their appropriations bills done before the end of the fiscal year. And as we have seen for just about the past two decades, uh, every year there is some sort of continuing resolution that will fund the government under the existing bills for one, two, up to six months into the new year. We're not quite there yet because Congress has done quite a bit to Uh, pass the House and Senate versions of the appropriations bills. So they may not get them all done, but there is the potential of getting several of them completed in time. Now, of course, when you're talking about an election year and you're talking about appropriations, you always talk about a potential government shutdown. And I think that in an election year, it takes on a, a whole different level 
of uh, importance when you talk about shutdown. But right now, it looks like Congress is focused on trying to get these bills done. And from our perspective, that's what we want. We want the certainty of knowing what's going to be included in these bills for the fiscal year of 2019. So as part of the appropriations process, of course, there are priorities like um, a delay in the electronic logging devices uh, mandate, hours of service. How do you think that's going to shake out um, as this appropriations endgame moves forward? We really have two big priorities in this appropriations process. The first has to do with electronic logging devices or ELDs. Right now, the livestock haulers are exempt from ELD implementation thanks to language we have in the FY18 appropriations bills. Uh, the good news is that in both the House and Senate versions of the FY19 bills, that exemption has been extended for another year. So whether we complete the bills or if we actually do a continuing resolution, regardless on the path, we will see an additional year added to our ELD exemption. What that does is it just buys us more time to work with Congress to try to find a ultimate solution on hours of service for cattle hauling. We also have a lot of stake riding on language in this farm bill, which would direct USDA to be the primary regulatory agency for fake meat. This is something that has been a priority for NCBA since we passed policy on it at our annual convention in Phoenix almost nine months ago. And it will allow us to have a level playing field with these fake meat com companies because they will be inspected just like our product is inspected. And more importantly, when you're talking about the Food Safety Inspection Service and having USDA as the primary regulator, it means that they will have control over labels, which we believe will go a long way in preventing the label of clean meat being affixed to packages of beef. So that language is also included in the appropriations bill. So those are our two priorities as we look at wrapping up this fiscal year and going into the new fiscal year. Okay, great. And then finally, uh, one last really big piece of legislation that we've been involved with is the modernization of the Endangered Species Act. Um, there's a real opportunity there uh, to get some good bipartisan legislation passed. How's it looking as we, as we head toward the election now? ESA modernization is still one of these efforts that we're really excited about because, again, this is really a, a once-in-a-career opportunity to address the Endangered Species Act. And everything seems to be aligning to allow us to do that. This is an effort that was started well over a year ago, led by the Western Governors Association. And we finally have it here in Washington, D.C. Right now, our effort is focused on finding a Democratic co-sponsor. Uh, we are still working to make that happen. But there are a lot of different uh, groups that are a part of this coalition, those of us in agriculture and those groups that in the past have sometimes been adversarial have come to the table as well and said that this is a good effort. So once we find that Democratic co-sponsor, I think we will we'll see much more effort put on this to complete this effort. Now, this is not one of those that has to be done by the end of September. If this rolls into the lame duck session later in November and December, we will still have the opportunity to move it forward. But we want to get this done before this Congress is completed, so that way the new Congress can start fresh, and also we can have some certainty on where the Endangered Species Act will be going in the future. All right, Colin Woodall, thanks for joining us. Best of luck in the last two months here before the 2018 elections, and I'm guessing that we're going to be talking to you two months from right now to discuss the election results. No doubt, regardless of what happens, we'll have a lot to talk about on that day. You've been listening to Beltway Beef. Until next week, eat beef. Check us out online at beefusa.org. 
and follow us on Twitter at, at @BeltwayBeef. Thanks for listening.